Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hey, Sarge here. Oh, hey, Frenzy here. From the Sarge Approved Podcast up here in Minnesota. Yeah, okay. You're listening to the Showdown Podcast. And you better keep listening, don't you know? Fuckers. Phantasm. Is it a nightmare? Phantasm. Is it an illusion? Phantasm. Is it an evil? You have to take me home. But why? No questions. You must take me home. Phantasm. Is it a fantasy? scare you. You're already dead. Phantasm. Time award-winning showdown podcast. This is our third Spooktober series episode. See, not spooktacular. <laughs> I told you it was a Spooktober, spooktacular. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> Vic, 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 this weekend was trying to change the name of it, saying Spooktober, <laughs> spooktacular. I'm like, I don't think it's that many words. I don't know if it's ever been the same thing. <laughs> I know. It's episode never been the episode. same thing at any one time. We've always named it something different every time. I so. can't ever remember it. That's why. Um, this is the. That's uh, why I was like, why are you going to choose now to take a hard line <laughs> on your stance as to what the fucking name is? <laughs> this podcast has won awards. Yes, we have. Not in a while, though. No, it's been a couple of years. We're starting to Last become uh, that team. Yeah. <laughs> remember that title? 
We're the Cowboys. Yeah. Remember how good we were when we won those three awards? They're like, yeah, when was that? Shut up. Holy shit, it took two and a half minutes to get to a fucking sports reference with you two fuckers. <laughs> well, it happens. Vic, two and a half minutes. Nick, you want to tell us some stories about when you played football back in high school? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't one of those shows. <laughs> okay. Uh, we did Phantasm. Yes, we're doing we'll Phantasm. We'll get to that. This week. But uh, let's start off the show with talking about our weekends. Corey, what did you watch this weekend? Um, I saw. I only saw, let's see, one movie this weekend. I, I, besides Phantasm, I saw uh, Baby Driver. Okay. And that, of course is uh, where Alec Baldwin uh, does the voice of a character who is uh, a getaway driver. That's correct. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's it's Edgar Wright's new movie. I had heard so much good stuff about this beforehand. About how I thought it was John Travolta that did the voice. No, it's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was all right. I mean, I liked it. I saw that a couple weeks ago. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it, but it wasn't as it wasn't as good as everybody was hyping it up to be. Is this a continuation of the Driver movie? No, it has nothing no. to do with that. Who was hyping it up as being something better and bigger than what it is? Oh, I just heard on different podcasts where oh. they would, where they would say, "Oh, it's such a great movie and stuff," and it's like, okay, yeah, I I, I want to check it out, but. It was just it was just all right to me. I mean, I was as far as giving it a star rating, I was between a three and a, a three and a three and a half. I was just I was just like, eh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give Edgar Wright a little bit more, you know, because I'm a fan of Edgar Wright. So I kind of get I lean more towards a three and a half than than the three. But um, those that watched it with me were just like, eh, they, they didn't really care for it too much. They actually gave it two and a half. So, you know, there I am over over hyping. Who are it, you I guess. watching it with? Uh, my wife and uh, and Stevie. They give star ratings too. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Hold on, is that a conversation at the end of watching that movie? Go, okay, well, how many stars would you give that movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, sometimes. Is that it how goes. that goes? Yeah, sometimes it does. Everyone log into Letterbox the D. <laughs> right. <laughs> Synchronizing reviews. Yeah, this uh, it actually. Now. It actually just makes it into my top ten, but uh, it's not going to last too much top longer. Top ten of this my year? Top ten best of this year, but it's not going to last. We still got the new. With a three and a half, it yeah. makes your top ten? Yeah. Well, er, my top ten, everything's going to be three and a half or higher. So, uh, oh. yeah, I know. Uh, but, no, I mean, we still got a Star Wars movie and the new Thor movie So for this year, so it's not going to last. Yeah, but are you going to see... The Star Wars movie or the Thor movie before the year is over? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll go watch those, but you know. Yeah, I'll be I'll be trying oh, to get him to do anything else. You got to fight him. Opening oh, weekend, I'll be there for Star Wars it. for sure, and Thor uh, probably be second weekend. What about you, Brad? Do you see anything? I saw Happy Death Day. How was that? It was good. It was good. It was about what I figured. Uh, it was more comedy than horror, which is weird. Why? Because it's kind of billed as a horror movie. But I mean, it is. But at the same time, I mean, it's it's also billed as a Groundhog's Day of horror movies. Yeah. So, and they show a lot of like the comedy parts in the in the trailer. Oh. It's kind of I don't know. It was. Were you sick of the Fifty Cent song by the end of the movie? That's not the song. That's just what they <laughs> use for the trailer. Oh, they didn't. Oh, it's not the they used. Yeah, they song. do that. They do that a lot these days. Wow. It's a uh, the song that they end up using was. Uh, it's like, uh, it's just like, uh, it's my birthday. I don't got an answer. It's my birthday. It's like a generic thing. Oh, that's that makes it even worse. 
I'd rather hear the 50 Cent over and over again. I would have been okay with that, but it was a funny. It was funny. Uh, it was well acted. Uh, there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot to complain about, but it was it also wasn't like great. Like it wasn't one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. Yeah, Vic, did you see anything? So uh, we had a kind of in house movie weekend. Uh, we watched a bunch of really uh, bad Godzilla movies all weekend. Uh, we kicked it off with. The uh, first of the Godzilla remakes with uh, Matthew Broderick. Oh God! And then, why did you? Uh, wanna... Yeah, because <laughs> it was on. It was on. So you weren't. We were flipping to tor- through the. You weren't trying to torture yourself. No, there was nothing else on. It was good background noise, and we're like, you know what? Let's watch some more Godzilla movies. So uh, there's actually this. Uh, it's a more recent Godzilla movie where it's actually supposed to be filmed like a horror movie, um, where Godzilla is like this demon lizard that comes to you know comes to to Tokyo and starts fucking everything up. And it's weird because he has like five different forms that he like changes into and all this shit. The hell and is by he? the transformer. By the end of it, he's he's mutating. So he's like, it's he's a uh, he's mutating because of all the nuclear energy that he's building up inside of his body. And by the end of it, when they actually stop him, um, it's uh, they 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 fire this like freezing coagulant into his blood system, and it it freezes him. But as it's freezing him, it's like he's getting ready to switch to his final form, which is like all of these little Godzilla human hybrid demon things. So that's pretty crazy. It's called Shin Godzilla, um, but it's it's. <laughs> He starts out when he comes on land. There's like this like mollusk looking weird like slug thing, and then as he goes along, he starts like transforming and changing into the traditional Godzilla. Was this one? Um, And he's just literally just fucking everything up. Was this one of the ones that was made like in the fifties? Was was this made in the fifties or sixties? No, this is a newer one. This is a much newer one. Oh, okay. This was like recently made. And it's a Japanese Um, film. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Godzilla is uh, it's it's got a lot of CGI to it, but it's better CGI than you've seen in most things. Um, and he literally just starts fucking going. He just goes fucking ham on on all of Tokyo. He has like five or six different forms of like his flaming breath. At one point, they drop a bomb on him. He gets pissed off, and from the wounds, like fucking laser beams start flying all over the place. It's crazy. Is it it's worth a crazy watching? Fucking thing. Is it worth watching? Yeah, I mean it's 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 bad enough that it's good. Like it's it's at, it's at that level, so it's definitely worth watching. It's an interesting it's an interesting take on it. So, and then we watched uh, we watched Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, which is horrible. <laughs> Space Godzilla. Yeah, Space Godzilla. So the the G cells, the Godzilla cells that were shot into space somehow and taken into space by Mothra, um, were sucked into a black hole and somehow materialized with organic organic crystals in the black hole which then spawned space godzilla (laughs) who comes down and tries to kill godzilla and godzuki (laughs) godzilla's offspring i can really relate to godzilla with that whole you know letting your dna go into a black hole and then all of a sudden having a (laughs) a baby (laughs) spawns a whole nother godzilla yeah exactly so i forgot it was an interesting (laughs) <laughs> I, I forgot that I watched one other movie. I was, it was Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and I was wanting to watch a horror movie. I was just kind of in the mood. It's you know, it's October. Because that's what people want to do on a Sunday morning. <laughs> well, yeah. When when I get up at nine in the morning, yep, that's what happens. So I'm I'm looking through Amazon and I found one, uh, and it's called Pigs. 
That's it. It kind of, it's like it goes by several different names, but it came out uh, in '72, and it's about some chick who escapes from a mental asylum after having. Uh, well, you don't know this until later after she had killed her dad uh, because he was uh, abusing her, and then so somehow she, she ends up getting put in an asylum, which they didn't show any of that, uh, and then she goes to town, and then uh, it turns out this this guy that she goes to work for. Uh, who owns this little restaurant has a bunch of pigs and he ends up ki- he's been killing people and feeding them to the pigs and so with her there then that just kind of helped a little bit a really bad movie i'm surprised i sat through it but there wasn't anything else to watch so i actually <laughs> watched the whole thing uh but yeah i don't i don't recommend that one <laughs> <clears throat> um so Vic, how many movies in before you got to? Has a body, body, boo! <laughs> I actually couldn't talk him into watching that one. <laughs> wait, wait, they Seriously were okay with trying. Space Godzilla, but uh, King Kong yeah. versus Godzilla is where they drew the line? Right, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, the, oh, Dad, we've already seen that one. <laughs> Let's watch one of the other 15 other bad Godzilla movies. Well, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> All right, uh, so what do we do? What do we do first? Typically, we do history. History. Let's do Jesus history. Christ. And now the showdown podcast history. Corey, go ahead. Today? And wait your turn, Vic. <laughs> Payback's a bitch. Yeah. Uh, so I saw this movie for the first time. I think I was probably about 12, 13 years old. And it was one of those, I woke up at like 3 in the morning and it was on. And so and so you stayed up to watch it? So I watched it because I was like, yeah, it's 3 in the morning. I'm going to scare the piss out of myself. It's 3 in the morning. I could either watch Phantasm or sleep. I'm choosing <laughs> watching Phantasm. Sure. Brad, what about you? Watch it today. Yep, just like me, it was the first time today, too. You guys have never watched any of the Phantasms? Nope. Interesting. This has been the Showdown Podcast History. All right, Vic. Do you know what time it is? I know what time it is while I waste time to bring back up my fucking thing that went down. So give me a second while I find it. And we're on. (laughs) All right. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Bankroll. Weekend bankroll and bust. We are challenging Corey to figure out the uh, box office take for the 1979 movie Phantasm. Corey, what is your guess on a budget of three hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> what would you say? So, so do I get? Office- I get leeway of about three grand. You get well, thirty thousand. Yep. Thirty thousand. Oh yeah, I I, do, I didn't do good at math. I went to public schools. Um. I'm going to say, I'm not saying 100 million. I'm going to say 1.5 million. Uh, Brad, are you prepared, or should I should I do the honors? Well, you didn't hear that, but uh, you can do it again. Thank you. And the correct answer is 12 million dollars. Okay, so it's a hit. Bad, yeah, that's really good for seventy nine. Like, there's uh, that's a lot of money for an independent. What was considered an independent? Well, film. considering how much money the the uh, was the budget was, 
Yeah, yeah, because it was it was it was literally considered a a, a like locally financed independent film. So yeah, it's it was on the level of Clerks. I think the, <laughs> I think most of that budget was spent on their celebrity cameo. <laughs> Vic, why don't you tell us about Phantasm? All right, so. Basically, what we have is we have this Everybody's quiet going little gloss town. on over that, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I didn't want to we throw figured... the joke off. Oh, you know, for once you time. decided to to back away from the joke when I actually wouldn't have minded somebody. Okay, who well, was, who you, was the you story? know, we'll get to that later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. You're so quick to throw barbs. We're in defense mode, fucker. Um, <laughs> So uh, it's about this quaint little town, um, and for some reason, everyone in this town seems to think it's a good idea to go fuck in the graveyard. Um, so that's how the movie starts out. This guy's making out with some chick in the graveyard in a purple dress. Uh, uh, a little more than making out. Yeah, he's getting his. Yeah, he's 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 taking care of business, or she's taking care of business, whichever one you want. But Tommy, uh, the man in question, um, uh, laying some pipe. He's uh, he gets killed. Yeah. This scene reminded me of the opening scene in Poultrygeist when the the couple's having sex in the in the uh, in the in cemetery. I was I was, I, I kind of wondered if that's where they kind of got the idea from. Of course, Poultrygeist takes a completely different path afterwards. Um, what year was that movie made? Uh, two thousand five. Oh, so you're saying Poultrygeist got the idea from this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. <laughs> I heard that the other way around. I'm like, I think you're saying that incorrectly. No, no, I think but, that's where they're coming from. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're introduced to our main characters. Uh, we, we're introduced to Jody um, Pearson, who is uh, 24 years old. He's a musician. Um, he's from Iowa, in case anyone uh, needed a date, Corey. Um, and his little brother, who's you 13, know an awful lot about Mike. This guy's... <laughs> he, he was born in the hospital and... <laughs> And his little brother, Mike, who is a fucking whiz with a fucking wrench. This kid, he's 13 years old. He's driving a fucking Hemi Cuda like it's no problem. No, um, and by the by, the end of the movie, he's driving the car. Actually, he did it in the beginning of the movie. He, he drove it in the beginning of the car. Yeah, and his older brother is, And his older brother's riding a bike. I think right. they had that backwards. Well, they, I mean, this kid rides motorcycles. He drives cars. I mean, they're from Iowa. There's not a whole lot to do out there. I guess not. Um, but the kid also, he's... His, He's being raised by his brother because his parents died. Um, so he's, you know, he goes to the funeral. They go to the funeral for their best friend, Tom. Um, they watch him get buried. And the little brother, being the nosy little fuck he is, um, hangs around following after his brother and notices that the mortician, uh, I guess, that, was that what they would call him? Yeah. The, the mortician or the grave, the, the grave, whatever, the grave man. digger, the mortician, or aka the tall man, as he's referred to in the in the movie. Um, he literally takes this two hundred plus pound man, and it took six people to carry to his grave site. He just picks the thing up under his arm like it's it's a cardboard box, yeah, and throws him in the back of the of the uh, hearse and jumps in and drives off. Well, thinking nobody sees this, uh, the kid is freaked out and he you know goes to uh his brother tells him what's going on and he's like whatever dude you're seeing things and uh so that night he goes hold back on hold to on the, hold uh, on Vic. how right? great would it have been when that guy showed up on screen if you just would have heard <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure Vic gets this reference 
Oh, it's, it's uh, the Undertaker. Okay. Oh, the tall man! Oh, he's big. I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear what it was, but I knew what he was going to pull out in that reference. I just knew. I like. I something inside my soul said, "There's an Undertaker reference coming." Oh, he's so strong. He picks up the coffins with one hand. Wasn't that guy's name Paul something? Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. That's what it was. See, I know a little bit. Get it, Nick. And we're, we are uh, Paul Bears. about 35 minutes in. Paul Bear! <laughs> before, before the... Uh, His name is like a dead thing. <laughs> like what? A dead His thing. name is like a dead thing, like a funeral thing. What are you talking about? Paul Bear, his manager? Yeah, that's who I was talking about. Who, that's the who carries the caskets of funeral, Vic? The Paul Bears. Paul can... Bear! <laughs> what are we going off about exactly? Oh, no. Was I incorrect about this or what? No, he was no, just, just born in the oath that I'm named <laughs> after something with a funeral. <laughs> if you think about it, it's pretty clever. Oh, tall man. I can't wait for the sequel when his brother shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Vic. There are actually four more versions of that, four more uh, to this movie. So yeah, I know. that could happen for you. Um, So... Uh, his Tell little brother tells him you going will on. rest. His little brother tells him what's going on, and his brother doesn't really believe him. So he goes back again the next night because this time, even though his best friend got murdered in a cemetery, he decides I'm going to go drinking. I'm going to pick up a chick and take her back to that same cemetery and try to hook yeah, up with her. I know. It's like this is a smart idea. This one's for you, Kevin. It's. <laughs> It's, his name was Tom. Tom. <laughs> it's, it's it's like he, the dude has his own house. Yeah. Getting my dick wet for you, brother. It's Literally, a, not even a week later, and he's trying. Why would you take her to the same cemetery your buddy just died in? Take her back to right. your house. Yeah. Well, his little brother was there. He didn't so? want to. You know. <laughs> not in the same room. I'm a fucker yeah. for you, buddy, and then I'm gonna make her pay for the abortion. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh yes. The abortion. Oh, so he goes back and follows his brother to the. He follows his brother. That's what he feels like. His brother's gonna leave him out. Leave him or leave him out. He goes back to the cemetery, (laughs) and he sees the. uh, He notices the tall man again. You have a brother, tall man. He's an abortion doctor. He's going to investigate, and uh, when he gets himself in trouble, uh, his brother bails him out, and he ends up his date ends up leaving, and or actually she gets kidnapped. Um, yeah, because because the, because gets the hold on, he gets chased down. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. The brother was watching, and uh, was watching him fuck. Yeah, yeah, and, and then heard some noises, and he got spooked and started running off. And the the time it takes for uh, the older brother to realize what's going on was really long. I thought it was hilarious because it's Look, like, it's like, wait, did that just happen? Oh, it was okay. like I could continue getting trim, or I could chase down my idiot little brother who shouldn't even be out. Yeah, it's like it's like he took it's <laughs> like he sat there for a minute trying to debate whether or not he should keep going or just run after his brother. What would you have done, Corey? He'd have finished. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't have taken him that long anyway. He would have been he done would by have this. Rocks nope. off. <laughs> so uh, None he of that his face. The, the little brother can't take no for an answer. So after he he realizes that uh, 
he tells his brother again what's going on and that there was this little thing chasing him around in the woods and all this stuff. Um, and the brother's like, look, there's nothing out there. Just calm down the fuck down and stop it. Or stay the hell out of the graveyard. That would be the best fucking idea. Yeah, if he uh, would have just stayed away, this whole thing would have been averted. Right. The entire right. movie. <laughs> so he sees, you know, he's still following uh, around the, uh, the the gravedigger guy, the tall man. And uh, he, start, he starts following him. He realizes that the tall man, when he's walking around town, he sees their buddy Reg, who is an ice cream man. Yep. Um, an old school ice cream man, I guess, who delivers ice cream sandwiches to stores in his little white outfit and his bow tie. Um, we, they find out, uh, oddly enough, that he, the tall man does not like cold for some reason. Um, because when he opens up the back of the thing, he freaks the fuck out. And uh, he kind of gets frozen where he is. And that's where he really realizes that, uh, that the kid is following him. He makes eye contact. The kid takes off running. Um, so he, again... The next night, the little idiot decides, I'm going to go and break into the, uh, I'm going to go and break into the, uh, the mortuary and see what's actually going on in there. So, uh, he walks up to a window and does not even try to cleverly get in. He just kicks it open and climbs in. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, doesn't care about being hurt at all. Yeah. Nothing. Well, I mean, he at least kicked the extra excess glass out. Um, and he gets in and he kind of goes around the, uh, he starts looking around uh, and one of the uh, gravedigger guys comes in, and uh, he jumps inside of a casket, and he's kind of hiding in there and watching what's going on. And the uh, tall man walks in, and they both walk out. So he starts um, exploring again. Um, and in his in his uh, his quest to find out what's going on, the tall man sees him, chases him down. He runs into the basement. He tries to get out the window, and that's when he finds out that there are little fucking shrunken midget dead zombie creatures. Uh, in the employee of the tall man. They try to stop him. They take his shoe, but he gets away. But not before he manages to cut off the fingers of the uh, of the tall man. Yeah. Um, th- they reminded me of Jawas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, what they look like. Really. Slimy fucking Jawas. But unlike most uh, uh, people in horror movies, when they find something strange, this kid's smart enough to grab the proof because the, the tall man's finger is still moving. Well, that's as, a little bit later. That's a little bit well, later that he does that. No, this no. We this forgot one in. thing. We forgot one what? thing. The fortune teller okay. scene. Oh, that's right. So the kid who he, he's, he likes his chick, this little girl. And uh, she has a, a grandmother who's uh, tells fortunes. And uh, he's like, can I talk to your grandma? And she's like, yeah. So grandma wheels up to the table and uh, he's like, look, there's something fucking strange going on around here. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. Just don't be afraid. Hold on. You this know. is uh, this was where the money was spent on the cameo. Oh, is <laughs> it? wasn't that Ozzy Osbourne playing the grandma? <laughs> <laughs> this was John, John. This is fucking tall man. He's fucking working with the midgets and the fucking slaves. <laughs> if his kids fucking in a cemetery, <laughs> I think that might be where the budget went. <laughs> yeah. I, you sold me Sharon, tell me he looks like. So, uh, the kid goes and talks to Ozzy Osbourne, and uh, he finds out that the only thing he has to fear is fear itself. Sounds real familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as a cough, small coffin appears on the table out of nowhere, and he's like, oh, that's strange. Yeah, that's Why strange. does the tall man look like uh, the nemesis to, uh, to like, the cool guy in, an off- in like, an office-type movie? Like a Dwight Schrute. 
<laughs> just like the guy who takes every takes everything too serious. Like, ah, oh, yeah, I can't clock out to five. <laughs> it's four fifty-seven. It's only four fifty-nine. You have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> No, John Dolman is telling me when I can fucking She's like, put your hand in that box, little boy. I'd be like, no. Put uh, your hand in the fucking there, box. Reluctantly. And uh, the box clamps down around his arm. He freaks the fuck out. And they're like, calm down. There's nothing to be afraid of. Let go of your fear. Calm down. I'll get the box off you. Sharon! <laughs> I don't get this fucking the box, box off of this kid. So he was trying to teach him a lesson. Like, don't be afraid of shit because shit can't hurt you. Um, but I'm pretty sure that all of this shit that he's going up against can hurt him because it's trying. Yeah. Uh, and and then he I progresses. Tied down on this podcast. <laughs> Held back. Seems motherfuckers are holding me down. <clears throat> he proceeds to break in, and uh, in the end, he ends up taking the fingers off of the uh, the tall man, uh, in which he uh, he grabs one of them to take with him to prove, look, dude, I cut this guy's finger off. This yellow goop came out of it, and it's still fucking moving. Yeah. So uh, he takes it to his brother, explains to him what happened. The brother's like, whatever, dude, let me see. He opens up the box, and the finger, <clears throat> which was a finger at one point. It's still a finger uh, when he sees it. It's still moving. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. So <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. He's like, that is weird. Hmm. wonder how you did that. And uh, – He's like, all right, so this, this is just weird. This whole scene, these, this whole this whole progression of scenes is so weird. If you if you really pay attention to it, because it's it's like they start out in the living room, and he's like, I got to tell you something, and then then it cuts to them sitting on the front porch with the box. Then it cuts to the, them in the kitchen, and he's already put it away, and he has to run back upstairs to get it. I'm like, right. what, what happened there? Uh, low budget. <laughs> Apparently so. And I, low budget. And I wasn't paying enough attention. I'm not even so sure they weren't wearing the different clothes. Uh, no, they had on the same clothes. Okay. It was just a different budget. It, it's low budget. You know how that works, Corey. I You've know. been there. I know. But you got to have some kind of better transition there. <laughs> eh, well, you know. Um, so he ends up, they end up discussing the fact that this is all going on. The brother still doesn't quite believe what's happening. Um, but they end up calling in Reg. Uh, their buddy and ice cream purveyor uh, to help them out and try to figure out what's going on. And he explains to him like what his brother saw and everything, because through the course of this, the uh, tall man has just put his sights down on this kid. Like fucker knows what's going on. Well, I hold on. Stop him. Don't forget that after uh, one, right before Reg comes over there, the boy had gone upstairs to get the box so that when Reg did get there, they could show him. But when he looks in the box, it's changed into some kind of flying bug that yes. he has to sit there and try and, and control. It looked like a mini critter <laughs> yeah, a with bit. wings. And he it ended up in his jacket, and it started eating a hole in the jacket. And they had to put it in the in the disposal unit, and they tried to crush it up in the disposal. But apparently uh, it can survive that. Uh, and it tried to come out and kill them again, and Reg finally saw what was going on, and he became part of this whole situation too. Um, and through the course of this, the uh, the tall man, <clears throat> they end up going to the tall man's uh, thing again because they're like, well, he's stealing bodies. Like they figure out that he's stealing bodies. 
because uh, he stole Tom's body. Yeah. And uh, and then they figure out they're like, okay, so he's stealing bodies. He's got these weird little fucking midget guys working for him, creepy ass grave diggers, and you know, strange creatures trying to attack us that were fingers but are now like little booger monsters. So uh, they're like, we got to figure out what's going on. So instead of leaving fucking well enough alone. Like most people would. Well, they decide we're white... gonna go check this shit out. Vic, you gotta remember these are white people. I know. I know. Every what white... we do, Vic. Yep. You think you'd learn, but after all of these horror movies, you think Wait it out long learn. enough, you could become the uh, fucking governor of Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> after all the well, white the only... people just get themselves killed going after <laughs> scary things. Exactly. If this was this was supposed to be filmed in Iowa, so there weren't any black people involved. <laughs> Luckily enough, uh, so they end up going to the uh, to the mortuary and they they want to check and see if their parents are in their coffins um, because they were also buried in the same cemetery. Uh, so they go and look and see, and sure enough, their parents are not in their in their uh, their tombs. Uh, so they know that the parents have been taken as well. And basically, what's happening because they find this room, um, and the room has a bunch of fucking barrels with little windows in them. Uh, that are full of something. Makes you wonder uh, what the windows were for. Well, it's for the little dudes to look out of. They didn't want them to be like in the dark the whole time. He's being yeah. nice, you know. Like you poke holes and things so they can breathe. You put a window so they can see. Um, right. When they got in the room, they're like, okay, so there's a bunch of fucking barrels, and they're looking around, and it was this like like sterile white room, and there's these two like little metal pillars. And uh, the kid, being as dumb as he is, decides, I'm going to check this out. He sticks his hand in, and uh, it disappears. So he pulls it out, sticks it in again, hand disappears, pulls it out. That happens uh, sometimes. Almost, almost ends up falling in, but his brother grabbed him by his belt because he was looking through, and he saw a bunch of those barrels and a bunch of little uh, evil Jawas um, in a line, and they seem to be being shuttled away by other tall men and uh he automatically assumed that they were slaves i don't quite get that but that's what he came to uh so he came back out after they pulled him out and he told him what was going on he's like hey there's fucking there's a whole other planet over there through that gateway um i don't know what's happening but they're they're, they're turning all of the all of our family and friends into slaves after they die and basically what's happening uh, to make a long story short for those of you who don't know uh, basically, it's a, it's a portal to another dimension, and in that dimension, gravity is so much more that they have to squish the bodies of the uh, of the people um, and reduce them down to these little evil Jawa-sized people in order for them to be able to uh, survive in that environment. And uh, in the process of that, they also remove their brains and turn them into the real, I guess, nemesis of these movies, uh, the orbs which are these uh, silver balls that fly around the mortuary and they're bladed. They have drills on them. They are basically like automated uh, uh, fluid removal units. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> they, they just drill into your head and like shoot all of your vital fluids out through the other end. And it's that's kind of, kind of aside from the tall man, uh, I think in, in – in terms of horror lexicon i think that those those orange balls those are the icon of the movie yes that's yeah what, but most that's what everybody knows that's what everybody kind of relates right if you, if you say phantasm to somebody they say tall man and they say silver balls yeah <laughs> not in that order yeah 
Um, so uh, when the tall man basically he comes for them, uh, they try to hide the kid over with uh, with their girlfriends, um, and they're like, "Stay here, don't fucking get in trouble. We're gonna go find out what's going on because they're tough guys." And yeah, as soon yeah, as they, with Sharon, I'm gonna go figure out the fuck's going on with the tall man. As soon as they fucking leave, huh? this kid. <laughs> Decides, I'm going to go find out what's going on myself, even though I, I know better. Uh, he arms himself up a little bit, and uh, he tries to take off. Um, this movie, though, I do have to say, this movie kind of was the precursor to what we saw in your favorite movie, uh, Brad. Because if you remember correctly, they were looking at a picture of way back when. Oh, that's true. And they kind of zoom in on the picture. And as they zoom in on the picture... The picture comes to life and starts staring at him like, ah, I yeah. see. Yeah, because as the soon boy, as I saw that, I thought of that. I was like, oh, that's where this came the from. The boy finds a picture of the tall man on a horse and buggy outside of the same like funeral home. And right. it comes to life and he he turns his head and, and stares at the boy. And what is that in reference to? It. It. The original, the, the miniseries. The miniseries? Yeah. Just that one part? Yeah. That's when they find saying. the picture and he's looking at the picture and like Pennywise comes up and like starts talking to him, mm-hmm. it, 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 as soon as I saw that, that's what that's the first thing I thought. I was like, ah, oh, I get where he's going. It would have been so much better if they would have had the cameo money for the miniseries to get Ozzy Osbourne for that. Yes, fucking howling swords, fucking woman float, fucking his telemovers, Sharon. Ozzy, do they all float down there? They all float. I bite over the heads and they fucking shout out! The fucking, <laughs> fucking clown, he says he's dancing, busy wise. So, baby bow! Vic, go ahead. He'll, he'll they capture They capture one of the uh, the little guys. And uh, in, in wrestling with him, they pull off the mask and they find that it's Tom. It's actually Tom's zombified, miniaturized, uh, evil Jawa body and they freak dun, out and they dun, lock dun. him. <laughs> they lock him in the back of the ice chest and they start, they, they, uh, they tell him to, to take him back to the house so they can prove what's going on. Um, and as Reg is driving, this thing starts going fucking ape shits and causes the truck to flip over. And, uh, now, now he's just fully in. Uh, they kidnap the girls. They take the kid. Uh, the Reg and and, uh, and him have to go back and try to uh, save them both. Um, and they take off. They go back to the uh, to the mortuary to save them. They fight the tall man. Uh, they believe that they kill him because they come up with this plan. They're like, well, we can't kill him because every time we think we got rid of him, he comes back. Um, what he doesn't know is that there's more than one. Um, and they get this idea, like, we're going to drop him down a mine shaft. Yeah. And uh, if we can drop him down the mine shaft, then there's no way he's going to come back because we know he's immortal, but he's never going to die. He's going to be stuck down in the mine shaft. So they come up with this plan. He chases the kid. Um, again, this is kind of a disjointed scene, um, as you were saying, Corey. Like, he goes out to look for, to, to, like, set up, I guess, move all of the signage away from the uh, from the mine shaft. And the kid comes running, uh, goes running right through that area and manages to jump right over where it is. But at some point, he had to have set that trap, like put the leaves up and the sticks and shit. Yeah. So the, the tall man runs in. But at no point do they show any of this shit happening. And then at some point, he also set up a rock slide, <laughs> which yeah. once the tall man goes into the hole, they drop the rocks down the hole, thinking that this is going to keep tall man from coming back. Um, 
That's the power of rock and roll. <laughs> Thanks, Ozzy. Rolling rocks. John! Dumbass in the hole. Fucking bosom rocks on him. So they think they think that he's gone. And so they think that they've killed him. Go ahead. They think they killed him. Um and they you know they're kind of celebrating amongst themselves. And Mike wakes the fuck up. Um and he's like, What the hell happened? And he then that's when Reggie kind of tells them, you know, what actually happened and told him that he was having a nightmare. Through the course of the whole movie, he keeps having these miscellaneous nightmares that kind of reset what's going on. Um, but in this case, he finds out that his brother actually died in a car accident, and Reggie is the one who's been taking care of him. So it's it's just this really weird um thing. That, so Yeah, that made no sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it does in kind of context to what was going on with him having these dreams constantly, and then the the, you know, the the tall man showing up, and then it would kind of reset what they were doing. It's like each time he had a, like a nightmare, that's where he would kind of reset to go to try to find out what's going on with the tall man, and it just kind of progressed. Then it would reset, and he'd kind of find out some more information. Um, so with the at the end of the movie, he finds out that his brother actually died in a car accident. Um, and he's like, all right, he's like, look, we, we need to go get out of here. Let's go on a road. Let's go on a road trip and honor your brother. He sends him upstairs to go pack. And when he goes upstairs to go pack, he starts putting his shit away. And when the door closes, uh, the, you see that the tall man is standing behind him, um, in the mirror and then comes through the mirror, some arms of some evil Jawas try to take him and they kidnap him. That was the one I meant to play. <laughs> and then the credits roll. They pull, hey, pull him through the window and the credits roll. Here's the thing I didn't understand about the whole, like, with his brother being dead, you know, yeah. was never alive through this whole thing. Who was he watching have sex if it wasn't his brother? Well, his brother got killed car. in the car. Well, Sean! No, they're saying that through the like the the part about um, his brother um, trapping the tall man, that was like that reset happened before he killed the, t- the tall man. So when he got into a car accident, his brother got into the car accident while they were trying to stop the tall man. They're saying that he never made it home that night. He got in a car accident on the way back. Okay. So when he died, he died, and he pro- Reggie promised to take care of his brother. So. So then that started the whole thing over again. So did that ending happen like weeks afterwards? The where he wakes up at the end end? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be like he like he's like, Hey, you had another nightmare. Like there he's living with, with Reggie. Like they're living in the house, he's taking care of him. So it was it was a flashback. Like he woke up from the nightmare and it was supposed to like what had happened, that whole sequence that we've watched at the end of the movie had was just a dream. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Okay. Okay, I think that I got it. That dream. He's reading what up magazine. Don't remember the PD with the limits. And Sean, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Showdown Podcast. We'll be right back. Before we go ahead, I'm I'm doing the commercials. I know I wouldn't mess with you like that. I just wouldn't be right to do so. Go ahead, tell people where hey, they can hey, find you. Hey, Ozzy, nobody can understand you. Can you uh, bring Brad back? 
Ozzy, I can understand what you're saying, my man. You can find me at MillerKing51 on social media. You can also find me on all gaming platforms as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q-N Angry. Uh, seems like you got a blue shot there, Coy. <laughs> I don't listen to motivation today. <laughs> okay, I'm going to assume that that was a cue That's for me. That's how you do it, Ozzy Osbourne. A pressure just randomly when it's falling apart. Just goes, Yeah! <laughs> uh, you can find me. I don't think they're going to go down like five minutes. It's got comedy. It's got comedy.com. Go ahead, fuck it. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at NKO Gonzo. Uh, you can also check out Vic and I's other show, The Miller Times Podcast, where we take a look back at shows that we are currently watching and give our opinions and thoughts on uh, what we saw. Currently right now, it's Gotham because the CW won't fix their freaking app. So we're a little bit behind on that. On the uh, flash. No, you're a little bit behind. I've seen them all. Uh, I said we as in a show. Oh, okay, good. But I yes, you. I haven't been able to watch His it. incompetence <laughs> is your incompetence, Vic. Oh, God damn it. I'm We're all in trouble. Dude. Exactly. Brad, where, where can they find you? I told them. Brad's got comedy. Okay. Um, Mega WrestleMania. Sharon. You can also check out Brad and I's other show, the My Way Podcast, where uh, we, we pretty much talk about anything. This week, we get to find out about uh, my inoperable vehicle that is parked in my driveway, as well as Brad's, uh, what, what, what do we call that? Brad's. Breakup Watch 2017. Yeah. And a little NFL talk. Check it out. It's on Apple Apple Podcasts as well as uh, Google I talked about a date. Yeah, he had a date. It did not go well. It's a very interesting story. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to the show now. We're going to Welcome back. You look confused, Corey. Yeah, what? Obviously, this is an Undertaker song, but when is this from? This is from the American Badass Undertaker. Uh, I thought he used he used Kid Rock though. Probably not after a certain point. <laughs> he used this one. You done it now? All right. Uh. We are back, and let's jump right into the uh, decisions. So, Corey, yep, go ahead. All right. Like I said, this was the first time I'd seen it. I uh, it was pretty much I wouldn't say it was hyped up, but you know, when you go to enough horror conventions, you see T-shirts and you see paintings and stuff of uh, Phantasm, whether it be the Tall Man or, as we said, the uh, the spiky ball. So you kind of get you kind of get in your head. You kind of get it builds up a little bit. Like, oh, this is one of those horror movies that um, is in the upper echelon that that uh, people really uh, like. It's in it, it, you know, in true uh, like these the hardcore horror fans like this is in their top twenty, and uh, so it kind of got built up a little bit. Having watched it today for the first time, I'd have to say. Uh, that they that is greatly incorrect. This movie was it was bad. 
Uh, I didn't. I I thought the acting was not very well, and I like Don Cascarelli. Cascarelli. He uh, he directed Bubba Hotep as well as uh, John Dies in the End. I like both those movies. Uh, I'm not sure if this was his first one, but it just for whatever reason, uh, it just wasn't. It just wasn't good. So that's a no for me. All right, Vic, go ahead. Um. I watched, like I said, I watched this movie when I was like 12, middle of the night, early morning, and I remember it being creepy and all that fun stuff. And then I watched it again after so many years. Literally, I think I saw it like this particular one once. And I was like, all right, I'll watch it again. And I came to realize that the second one is much better than the first one um, because this was a fucking mess. I'm not quite sure how they managed to pull three more movies out of what they did with this they, one I think movie. there's more than three, actually. Well, there was, there was supposed to be four, but the other one didn't make it through. It was kind of like Sleepaway Camp. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was amazing how, as a kid, I remember it being creepy and kind of all, you know, that. But like, it just doesn't hold up, like, at all. Like, it really does not at all. Um, again, like I said, that second one is, it's a little bit better story wise, but this one was just, uh, it was bad. So that's nice. I am surprised. I am surprised that it became a quote unquote cult classic. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, so the second one's the only one, the only sequel of this you've seen then? No, I've seen the other ones oh, you through have the years, the but the second one, the second one was enjoyable. It was at least, it had a certain like comical flair to it more. They tried to do that with this, but it wasn't there. The second one had a slightly more comical flair. Um, it was more about um, Reg trying to um, Reg trying to get to the tall man because he's been haunting him basically since this this movie. And they find out that uh, the brother is not actually dead, but he's been taken to that other universe um, and turned into one of the uh, the the balls. So it's it's weird. Uh, but anyway, this one just did not hold up for me at all. Brad, what about you? Yeah, no, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any redeeming qualities of the movie at all not really all right thank you for your contribution there (laughs) (laughs) all right it does not hold up it does not go into the hall of fame phantasm thank god it's done yeah fucking vic let me ask you motherfuckers don't ever say that shit to me after some of the shit you've made me watch (laughs) name one from me vic what name one from me that's been so painful to watch um, there's been, there's, there's, there. I can't get it. Oh, <laughs> sounds like so You can put me on the spot all you want, but you've had your shit shows too, pal. No, 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 here, I'll tell you what we'll do, Vic, I'll help you out. I'll go back and read you my choices. <laughs> here we go, hold on, I can pull them up. I've got the showdown on my phone. Because you are oh, a hold subscriber. Hold on, I gotta go to a different thing. Phantasm was actually his I third I don't subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see here, uh... Batman and Robin. Pick? Okay. No, wait, that was Vic's pick. Yeah, that was his pick. Uh, White Men Can't Jump. That was my pick. Uh huh. Juice. Class Act. I, I noticed Vic's not coming. I noticed you're skipping a whole lot of stuff. Dude, I'm skipping the ones I didn't pick. One of your picks was uh, He-Man. I'm done. Masters of the Universe. We haven't done that as a Survivor Series yet. 
You had to go all the way back, Vic. You had to go all the way back to episode six, October <laughs> of 2014. That's October not, 16th, 2014. You had to go back three years to the day. You had to go back three years to the day. I can go into the future if you want me to after making me watch fucking Freddy's Dead. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, Shit show. That if we want to go there. That was... We did Master of the Universe on October 16th. Is that for real? That's when it came out. Yeah, that's when it... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy that it's today. <laughs> yeah, which means the show has been going... For over three years now. Man. Just over. Yeah. Three... August 30th, 2014 was when the first episode was put out. Um, no Man, li- we've got to be the longest running podcast with no listeners. <laughs> no, no, hold on, Vic. Let me ask Brad. Well, this just shows that we're doing this for ourselves, not for them. So it's all good. Vic, let me ask. You but this. we want you to listen. Yeah, of course we do. Uh, Brad, which one was worse, Sleepaway Camp or Phantasm? Sleepaway Camp. Damn God. Because <laughs> there was no chick with a dick in this movie. <laughs> if they would have been like, if they would have been like, oh my God, the tall man has a pussy, then uh, it might have been up there, but. Oh, Thankfully, God. No. Um, okay. Nice try, Brad. <laughs> I, I tried, Corey. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I tried. <laughs> All right. That's our show for Corey Miller. That is me. Vic Miller. That is him. Black Man in Dover. I am Brad Scott, thanking you for listening to this episode of the Showdown Podcast. And Spangle, if you're out there, we see ya. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a tall man, buddy. I'm going to cut off my fingers, and then what am I going to cleanse thee with? Oh, I know. I'll use my wrists. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Horrifying thought. Sharon! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.